Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairytale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money-saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Veronica Montoro about her vow renewal at Universal's Portofino Bay and her fireworks party at France in Epcot. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she picked this combination of locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Veronica. Thank you, Carrie, for having me on. This is very exciting. (laughs) Thanks so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to have a vow renewal and have it at Universal and Disney. Well, my husband and I, we live in Maryland, and... For a long time, I was really toying with the idea of doing a 25-year anniversary party. And there are a lot of really beautiful locations around here, but it's like nothing was really sticking. And then COVID came, and we all had a lot more time on our hands. So I ended up uh, binge-watching Disney fairy tale weddings. And uh, after watching all of that, of course, you wanted a Disney fairy tale wedding. But then the reality of planning one during COVID just got very, very complicated. And I ran across the Just Mary uh, website and they had all of their locations. And then I saw Portofino Bay and I was in love. Like that was it. So that's awesome. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out where the vow renewal was going to be? So they kind of chuckled. Well, first of all, they were all like vow renewal, you know, like your vows don't expire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, there was like a little bit of that, but they really just loved the idea. And especially because we all love Orlando and none of us had been to Universal Studios. We've always just gone to Disney or gone on the Disney cruise. So my daughter really wanted to see Harry Potter world. And I was like, well, hey, let's just combine all of this and celebrate life and you know, celebrate surviving the pandemic. And they were all super excited and and the hotel was perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think a lot of times people worry that with a vow renewal, they won't get as many guests because people will be like, well, we already went to your wedding. You know, why should we go to this? (laughs) So that's good to hear that they did show up. (laughs) Yes, yes. And we kept it very small, which was exactly what we wanted because our, our wedding 25 years ago, we were both very young. I was actually 19. And my husband was 24, which was slightly more, you know, mature, but not really. And we had a ton of people, like just tons of people, people that were my parents, friends, people whose names we didn't 
really exactly know, I'm ashamed to say. <laughs> so we wanted this to be completely opposite of that. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? So I invited 30. We were expecting 11, but ended up with 16. So it was perfect. That's great. So how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? Well, keeping in mind that I was 19 when I got married and, you know, didn't exactly think things through all the way. We were originally married December 21st. And of course, we have Christmas Day, the 25th. My birthday is the 28th. So like all of this stuff kind of happens together. So originally we were going to do the 21st, but that would require because I'm a school nurse. So that would require me taking time off work and my kids missing school. So we ended up saying, well, hey, let's just do it on the 28th, because what better birthday could you possibly have? And that's what we do. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, how did you choose the ceremony and reception locations at Portofino Bay? So I wanted somewhere that was private because I, I wanted somewhere that was private. I just did. And also because we we have kids in the <laughs> in our in my family and i wanted them to not feel uncomfortable like if they wanted to kind of run amok or whatever <laughs> i didn't want to have to worry about it so we did the citrus piazza which was really beautiful and it had a gazebo and it had a fountain and then but it was also private and enclosed so there weren't any people staring at us or um trying to cut through or anything like that it was it was nice and secluded What's great is that the reception, especially since we had a small group, could be right there. And we just went right from the ceremony, and then the reception was already all set up. So not a far walk. Oh, that's wonderful. How did you decide where to have your fireworks party at Disney? So I originally just, um, we were going to do Italy Isola, but I believe it was booked Yes, it was booked. And we definitely didn't want to do both events in one day because we did a full reception at Portofino Bay and, you know, nobody has that kind of stamina. So I thought, well, we're doing a Beauty and the Beast theme and that's in France. So let's keep it going with France. Plus, I was secretly hoping that they would let us do Remy's as our ride makes in. But that didn't work out. But that's OK. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like you used Just Mary for Portofino Bay. Do you have any other vendors you would recommend for planning an off-site Disney World adjacent event? Absolutely. Um, well, first, Just Mary, they are everything that everyone says they are. They're just the kindest group of girls, and they are complete professionals. They will, they will make your day absolutely perfect. And I did use the, the quartet, the string quartet that they recommended which I believe is beautiful music, and um, they were wonderful. But then I found my own florist, and her name is Marilou Rodea, and she has, her company is Linens and Petals, I believe. And she just did an amazing job. She just had a vision, and she, she really cared about making everything beautiful. And her prices were very reasonable. I also used, um, well, my photographer, was Sarah Armstrong from Exposures from Raw. And then I used a, a steaming company called Lufties. And they were really, really good and very reasonably priced. And they came twice to steam suits and gowns because we had multiple photo shoots and everything. And they, yeah, I, I definitely recommend them as well. That's wonderful. Now for the reception that you had at Portofino Bay, did you add any entertainment to that? I sure did. 
So we had um, DJ Willie Lugo, and he was so much fun. And I know that people talk about, do you want to have a DJ for a small group? And especially because my husband didn't is not much of a dancer until that night. I don't know what got into him, but he was just, he was dancing. And he was just having a great time. And my parents loved it and our friends loved it. He kept the, the small dance floor packed the whole night. He really made the evening in so many ways. And, and we're Hispanic, so he had, you know, that little Hispanic flair and, and just really understood the music. And then we also had a photo booth, Uptown Selfies, which I also highly recommend. They were really fun, had great props, and that was rocking the whole night, too. That's fantastic. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend from the reception? So here's what I'm going to tell you about Portofino Bay. They have some of the best food I've ever had. And that's not something you expect really like in a theme park hotel. Like you don't expect that the food's going to be bad, but it's not something that you're going to be like, wow, with everything you try. So they had an Italian menu that had beef and chicken and artichoke and some orzo pasta and salmon. Everything that they made was absolutely, it was just so good. And people are still talking about it. And also even the restaurants in the hotel are excellent, whether you go to a quick service or a sit down. It's like they must have a really good catering and chef staff or something. They're just, I was really pleased. And the cake, we just had vanilla with vanilla buttercream, but it was so good. Like it was definitely one of the best cakes I've ever had. I didn't try the chocolate, but my husband said that was also really good. That's great. Any menu items you would recommend from the fireworks party at Disney? So we did the around the world buffet and it was good. I just think Portofino was a really tough act to follow when it came to the food, but um, they had a soup with shrimp that was really excellent and some pork loin with plantains, which I thought was also really good. And if you have like people in your party, that are a little more adventurous and they're going to like, like Moroccan flavors and you know, really in, like embrace the flavors from around the world. I think that it's a good menu for, for that group. Not for not adventurous eaters. I wouldn't recommend it for that. Okay, interesting. And then did you add a ride mix in to your party at Epcot? We did. We did Frozen. And I don't know what it is about doing a ride when nobody else is on it, but it just makes it about 10 times more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than that. And um, and then we, we walked over and, and you know, like my guests were like, do we get to ride it all night? And I was like, uh, no, that's that's a whole different <laughs> price here. But we get to ride it once, but we enjoyed that once a whole lot. It was really just such a great way to end the evening. That's fantastic. Did you add any other events or activities around the vow renewal? We didn't do anything formal. You know, we all got together around Portofino before the event. Like we, you know, we hung out at the plaza and by the pool, but we didn't do anything formal. We just did our photo shoots that we added on, but nobody else was there besides Manuel and myself. Ooh, where did you do photo shoots? So the day before the vow renewal, we did a photo shoot at Grand Floridian and Polynesian outside. And... If you're a couple that maybe is not very comfortable in front of the camera or you just kind of want to practice a little bit, I, I thought that that was such a good way to break the ice because if we had started trying to take professional pictures on the day of the vow renewal, I think my husband would have 
frozen, hmm. you know, like it was, it was just a really good way to get to know your photographer and to kind of figure out how it's done because it's, it's not something that necessarily comes naturally. And it was really fun to, it was very relaxed and just a nice way to incorporate Disney without stress. It was beautiful. It was a really nice way to start the week. And then we did Epcot. So normally they don't allow any bridal shoots with the new rules in the parks, I believe, unless you have a Disney fairy tale wedding. But if you do a Disney catered event, you can work with them. And as long as you're not doing like a big poofy ball gown and wearing a veil or like, you know, carrying a bouquet, like they really will work with you. And that actually worked out well because I didn't really want to carry a bouquet anymore. So we did that on New Year's Day in the morning and it was great. Epcot is really the world showcase is so beautiful when there's nobody there. You don't realize like you don't may not have a chance to appreciate the architecture. And of course, you don't get to go into, you know, the Canada lawn area, which I really wanted to do. It was just so lovely, like just quiet and a really nice way to spend time with your partner and just get some great photos. So that was that was one of the highlights of the week also. That's wonderful. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the vow renewal day fit together? Yes. So I'm not a morning person. or <laughs> None of us are in my family. So we I chose a 2.30 ceremony time because I thought that I would get to sleep in, but I was sorely mistaken. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like either way. So I realized I didn't have time to get my nails done. So we went to the spa at Portofino and they were so kind. They opened up early for myself, for my daughters. And we just had a really nice uh, morning that started, it started at seven 30 though. We had to be there for our manicure and pedicure. And that took about an hour and a half, two hours or so. And then my um, hair and makeup train, which I highly recommend also, Patricia Lejeune and from Lejeune Artistry, they came and did our hair and makeup at 10 a.m., I believe is when they started. And that was also for my mom. So my daughters were my bridesmaids and myself. And we just had a ball with them. Like they, they just, they were great. And they're, they're so skilled at what they do. I mean, if I could have a glam squad every day, I mean... Yeah, they just make you look your absolute best, but still like yourself, which I really liked. And that we were done with that around one. And then we kind of just relaxed a little bit until about 1.30. And then that was when we did our first look, which I highly recommend. I mean, people talk about, you know, there's people that really don't want to do it for, for various reasons. But for us, it was one of my favorite memories because it was just us and you know, when, when I went to the staircase at Portofino and, and Manuel was waiting there, like that's really when it hit me. I was like, wow, this is all the planning and all the work and, you know, all of the emotions. And it's like, here we are and it's finally happening. So, so that after the first look, we also did some photos around the property, which was great. And then at 2.30 was the ceremony. And then the reception was immediately following. Ceremony lasted about half an hour. And, um, and then this party went on to about seven or seven 30, I think I think it was seven 30. So then the next day, you know, we, we did finally sleep in a little bit and <laughs> it was a bit of a whirlwind because we checked out of one hotel and then checked into Grand Destino over in Disney world and then had our dessert party that started at, it wasn't a dessert party. I guess it was a full, cause it was a three hour dinner. So, um, 
So we had that, our anniversary party that started at 7.30, and then that went till about 10.30. That's great. So what were some of the most important aspects of your vow renewal, where you focused your attention or your budget? Well, this was ever-evolving because when you're home during a pandemic, you have a whole lot of time to think and rethink. But what ended up being the most important was uh, my guest experience. And I really wanted them, they made the sacrifice to come during the busiest time of the year and one of the most expensive times to travel. So I wanted to show them a good time. So that was a big part of the budget, as well as food. And I did put a bit into, quite a bit into floral and decor, because that kind of, that was just important. I wanted everything to to feel beautiful and look beautiful and, and tie in together. So I think that's where most of our money went. Got it. And then were there aspects that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Well, I wasn't exactly planning this because um, according to my husband, there was nowhere that I didn't, <laughs> that I didn't splurge, but uh, <laughs> I need to you know, constantly remind him. I actually got my dress on Amazon and it was less than a hundred dollars. And I also got my resort shoot dress on Lulu's, which was less than a hundred dollars. And it just worked out that those were the dresses that I liked. You know, I, I did go to the big bridal stores and everything and try on dresses, but it just didn't feel right because when you're, I think when you're an older bride, it's good to wear something that you feel beautiful, obviously, but you want a dress that, where you are more visible versus like the dress wearing you, like when you're young, you know, you you can kind of, you can wear these, you know, very intricate gowns and it's, and it's very pretty and age appropriate, but I just wanted to be a little more toned down. And yeah, I was really happy with those dresses and I saved money. So winner. That's awesome. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your vow renewal day? There's several. My husband is, he's very, He's quiet and like he doesn't say a lot of, you know, poetic things or whatever. But when I did see him for the first look and and he turned around and he told me that I looked beautiful and I just but it was so incredibly heartfelt. And and that that was definitely one of my favorite moments. Also, when they took us out to see the reception and ceremony site before the guests got there and I just saw everything come together and I saw, you know, like my florist working hard to make everything look beautiful and the just merry girls. And I just realized like, this is all for us. And it was, it was really, it was just humbling. And I was very grateful that we were able to have this experience and that it turned out the way that it did. And then my last favorite memory of the day was when the DJ basically tricked us into doing a group hug. <laughs> <laughs> Which, which I wasn't expecting. And, you know, after like being very active on the dance floor and it was a little bit warm, you know, we weren't the freshest, but none of that mattered. We just all went in and just did a hug. And, and that was, that was great. Oh, actually I lied. There was one other part during the ceremony. We, um, (laughs) um, with Catherine, she did a, a pinky promise that incorporated my, my daughters and my nephew. And that was Yeah, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house for that one. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? For the Portofino event, 
I think I was just so incredibly giddy. I looked forward to that string quartet because I do love classical music. So I listen to Disney classical music all the time. But because we were outside, like I had, I felt like I had to stop and strain to hear it. Hmm. So there is a way you can actually amplify your musicians. And somebody mentioned it at some point during the planning process. And honestly, no pun intended, it went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so if I could do anything differently that day, that would be something I would add is to amplify the musicians so I could hear them better. And for the Disney portion, there were a few things that I think I would have done differently. The first thing is you have to be really careful when you're booking transportation with Disney and where they're dropping you off. And if you're not someone that goes to the parks every day, which I had not been since 2016, plus you're wearing like, you know, tennis shoes or flip-flops, you may really miscalculate how difficult it is to walk from the main entrance all the way to the World Showcase and formal wear. So I ended up getting transportation thinking that it would be easier than taking an Uber and we were dropped off at the main gate and walking through the crowds and the heat. By the time we got to, to Terrace de Fleurs, like we were, we were really pretty hot <laughs> and it wasn't the best way to start, to start the event. Like I, I certain, like my hair was a hot mess. And so I would have honestly just had rideshare drop me off, you know, like at one of the hotels, which is allowed, you just can't park there. Um, and then just go through the international gateway or you can charter transportation, obviously. Um, that's your other option. And the other thing that that the Epcot party, I think, that didn't go well was that they are, they have different levels of photography. And if you're not a professional photographer, you're probably not really paying attention. But the documentary-style photography that they often sell you with a Disney-catered event seems to be more geared towards, like, meetings and you know, that type of documentation. And they don't really edit those photos. So if you're expecting beautiful, glowy fireworks photos, you know, where they they kind of like airbrush and edit and do all of that, you're not going to get that. And that was kind of a shock when I when I got those pictures and I was like, oh, okay, these look different than the other pictures because they actually edit the other pictures. So I would either ask them for a fully edited product and pay a little bit more or bring your own photographer because I don't really have great fireworks pictures and that that's really disappointing. Mm, okay. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be? Oh my goodness. I was obsessively checking the weather. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I must have checked like weather bugs. I don't even know how many times per day, but the weather, I was worried about that. And I was worried about the timeline that I would be running late and just having like, you know, the wedding nightmare dreams where the quartet was already playing and I wasn't even in my dress. And, and so I was, <laughs> I was really worried about being late and the weather not cooperating, but those things went very, like very well. Nobody was late and the weather was really pretty good. <laughs> Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? Yeah, I definitely would have fixed those aspects of the Epcot party so that it would have been, you know, a little more relaxing and enjoyable. And I think I would have added a few more days of relaxation because when you're doing like all these events back to back to back in the photo shoots, you can get really pretty exhausted pretty quickly. So I would have definitely added some more days. 
That's a good point. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a lot on paper, but it's a lot to concentrate on. Yeah, it's when you're like every single day you have something to do. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other tips or advice for future couples? Maybe those who are looking for an alternative to a Disney's fairy tale wedding or vow renewal? I would say for the brides and grooms that are either really busy and don't have the time to, you know, to wait for several weeks for Disney to get back to you, or if that's really going to impact your enjoyment in the planning process or your mental health, I would definitely advise, you know, looking into Just Mary and the and the options that they offer because planning with them was not stressful. Like it was really, it was so pleasant and they're so invested in making sure that everything goes well for you and they provide suggestions and they respond within, sometimes within minutes. And like, we're all busy. And a lot of times I would just have this idea or this one little question that I had to send. And if I had to wait like several weeks between, because sometimes the answer to one question is going to lead to, you know, different decisions down the line. And if you have to wait, you know, a few weeks between answers, that would have been really rough for me. So I'm really glad that I concentrated so much of my event with just Mary and you know, and still added my Disney element, which was very important, but didn't put all of my, you know, hopes and dreams and effort into just the Disney event. That's great advice. Well, Veronica, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a vow renewal at Walt Disney World or any of the surrounding resorts like Universal. And I appreciate your taking the time. It's my pleasure, Carrie. Thank you for everything you do to help us plan. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.